0: You're on ESCED Radio 89.7 FM. My name is Ira and this is Arts Monday Symposis where we talk about art and environmentalism. And what you're hearing in the background is uh, from the album De Natura Sonorum by French composer Bernard Parmigiani, who is best known for his electronic and acousmatic music. Completed in 1975, the Natura Sonorum was an attempt to investigate the nature of sound by opposing natural and artificial sounds, and it marked a turning point in Parmigiani's approach. And I am currently on call to Aris Penelope Kane, who is with me, to talk about superorganism, a project she is developing as part of the Shipping Container Residency on the Greenway in Lilyfield, part of the Inner West Council Art Camp. Penelope, do you hear me?
1: Hi, Emera. How are you going? Can you hear me? I can
0: hear you very well. How's oh, your lovely. morning? You're in Naura, I believe, at the moment.
1: I am. It's lovely. It's beautiful and sunny and uh, the air is clean and the birds are tweeting. It's lovely. Oh. <laughs>
0: And so I invited you to this show to talk about superorganism, which, as I briefly mentioned, is developed in a shipping container. What is superorganism and how it came about in the first place?
1: Um, So it's a collective of three artists. We came together over the last couple of years and we have our individual art practices, but we have a shared interest in bees and other insects and ideas around superorganisms. And a a superorganism is a group of individuals that come together um, as a collective, like bees in in hives, um, where I guess the the group is more than the sum of its parts. So there's a, a complexity of cooperative individuals uh, that come together in a sort of a collective flourishing. Anyway, so we we had this kind of shared interest in these ideas. Um, I've got a science background. Barbara Duran, one of the other artists, uh, is an artist and a beekeeper. And we just sort of felt that we we kept on returning to this idea about bees and superorganisms. And this container project that's run by Inner West Council just presented a fabulous opportunity to kind of play and experiment with these ideas further um in the this fabulous location on canal road there mm.
0: and the project evolves through group conversations as far as i'm understanding it so what kind of conversations have you been having so far what topics did you touch on
1: oh god so many <laughs> got time but uh, but basically we keep going there's a, a series of points that we keep going back to um and we have been talking about Ideas around metabolizing, so metabolizing uh, materials, um, ideas, elements, and how, from a bee's perspective, of course, that's kind of the simple notion of pollen to honey. Um, But from a more of a community perspective, how do individual senses and and Positions and local placemaking, how can that be metabolised within the community? We're also interested in ideas about, and that kind of feeds through to ideas about digestion and transmission and alchemically transforming things. Um, again, to go back to that kind of metaphor of pollen to honey. So that's one of the big things that we're interested in. We're also interested in kind of interspecies and multi-sensing. So we've we've been running these, um, we do this humming every day um, Mm -hmm. at midday. We just stop what we're doing and we come together and we do a group hum. So from a a science perspective, there's a, a bunch of ideas around the frequency that bees hum and the effect that that has on the brain. There's also ideas around healing potential for those kind of, frequency modulations and we've started looking at cats purring and all sorts of things along those lines. Um, But as a group activity, it's really interesting and we've had some fascinating kind of conversations with just passers-by that come and hum with us and then afterwards we sit and have a talk. Yeah, it's a great kind of access point to talk and to to keep coming back and talking about superorganisms and our our ideas there, yeah.
0: And what kind of conversations emerge from there? What do passers-by bring up?
1: Mm. Well, it's funny. So, um, we were talking about this a couple of days ago. We, we feel like bees are almost some kind of, they're an incredibly rich access point and they seem to be, they're a really um, interesting touchstone I think for, for people um, as kind of as metaphors for ecological health and ideas around nature and interspecies cohabitation. Um, but they're also this kind of mythic being, we think, and there's this, kind of that, I guess, that historic link between humans and bees. So people talk about a range of things from, you know, owning bees in the past down to how long people have eaten honey for and how good it is for you and all of those type of things. But a lot of it is grounded in the ecological health aspect. So this, these ideas about bees and hives as a, as a, health indicator
0: Mm. yeah and apart from collective humming and conversations I was Mm. also reading on the website that the project involves walking and trams and footpaths is that still the case Mm. or was that in early thinkings
1: yeah well yeah we it's in in progress thing but basically where that came from is we were looking at two aspects to that one is that we wanted to collect wishes from people and this goes to ideas about metabolizing and and digesting so people donate a wish to us we seal it up in beeswax in this little beeswax sheet and then what we will be doing is walking and giving those wishes out to people so it's like a a recycling of a wish at a highly anonymous level so people will receive a wish from a person they've never met sort of transmuted through our walking performance and the other thing that we're doing with walking is is sound gathering because we will be making later on this weekend as a repeated thing a multi-species sound bath so we've been collecting our each each day when we hum we record it and then layer it on top of all of the previous day's actions and we'll be embedding that within a collection of sounds from around the area Uh, and what we'd like to do is is generate this um a four or six speaker kind of sound space um in front of our container that people can come and lie down in and just have this kind of bath of sound wash over Mm. them
0: and when will that be
1: next weekend it's all still a work in progress. We've got to go and hire all of the tech, of course. But the easiest access point for these activities is through the Edge Greenway website, which is off the Inner West Council site. And otherwise, we've got a Facebook group called Super Organism, Super Organism, and we'll be publishing things through there too. But it's very – I think the, the modality of this container activity that the Inner West Councils kind of put together is that these are – live artist studios so everything is very much kind of iterative, work in progress so they said the the organizers said we don't want you to come in with finished work and just do a series of performances we want you to evolve things as time passes so that's um that's been the beauty of this experience we can take an idea and really just kind of run with it as as long as we want to over the over the three-week period Mm.
0: And one thing you were evolving the other day when I was passing, and I mentioned I didn't come to yeah. say hi. I was just observing yeah. what you were engaged yeah. with.
1: It was uh, it looked to me as a choreography of a sort. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This this is so interesting. This project. So we were looking at ideas around um, bees do this waggle dance where they they if a bee finds a, a good source of of pollen they come back to the hive and communicate to the to the wider hive. Through dancing, so it's the direction, the speed of movement, it then informs the other bees as to to where this where this pollen is. So, we were kind of making a, a human version of it of a waggle dance. And um, one of the artists that's working with us, um, Callum Devon, is a sound artist, and so he's been making um, using a hexagon based code to disrupt and feedback our humming noises and then we're developing a dance to it um and we're trying to get a, a thing where if um we're trying to work out if we could have like an activation zone that's in front of our container and then if someone if a passerby walks into our activation zone we have to stop what we're doing and go and do this waggle dance <laughs> um so again a kind of interactivity and responsiveness so it'd be interesting to see how that one moves forwards but um yeah, and it looks very playful.
0: So I was wondering if yeah. playfulness is one of the strategies that you're using as part Definitely. of this project, and maybe your practice in general.
1: Definitely, yeah. You're right. Thanks for raising that, Yeah. Right. It's um, um, we really keep on going back to this idea about play as um, I think as a way to kind of access kind of connections and iterations that wouldn't happen if we were talking, you know, in a very serious and formal kind of modalities. So. Um, yeah, Barbara Duran, um, one of the artists in the collective, is you know quite interested at, from a research perspective around play as a way of unlocking creativity and ideation and things like that. So um, yeah, definitely it's and and because we're on the edge, that kind of on that greenway there, and there's people are passers by, they're walking their dogs, they they're taking a daily walk. To open a point of engagement with them, there has to be that sense of play. Otherwise, I feel like they would just feel too scared to engage.
0: Mm. And also I wanted to talk a bit more about the collaborative aspect of this practice because as you mentioned you're working on it with Aris, Barbara, Doran and Suzanne Pratt Mm -hmm. and I would like to ask you what draws you personally to collaborative practice and have you had uh, collaborative practice in your previous works or is it something that you're becoming more drawn to in
1: these days? Mm. Yeah, no, my I, my practice has been kind of more solo-based primarily and sort of working with video, photography, collage type of aspects as well as kind of tapping back into my science background. And this... Modality of working collaboratively is just really interesting and also very performative, which is something that as an individual I'd find a lot more challenging um, and a great opportunity to learn too. So kind of each artist brings an incredible wealth of ideas and knowledge, and we can d- we just sit and have the most fascinating conversations. And I think, yeah, this kind of very open collaborative approach uh, enables us to go to places where we wouldn't go individually. We're inviting people in as well, so we've got, like I said, calamus sound guy, we're getting a perfumier in. On the weekend to talk with her about making scents and perfumes, and these kind of crazy ideas that we could get someone like a perfumer to document what we're doing. In the container, but through the modality of odors and sense, rather than as if it was a camera and take a photo. So, kind of alternative mm. modalities of documentation or, or response and yeah,
0: experiencing so. as well. I assume because you were yep. mentioning uh, multisensorial interests in this yep. practice, and you have now mentioned sound and smell. Where does yep. this, um, for you, sit? This um, need for multisensoriality in uh, yep. connection to environmentalism.
1: Yeah, I think it's almost like a, it's another, I think another access point, maybe an overlooked access point, a less theoretical and rigorous way of having that embodied experience and, and processing, you know, being a human in, a, in an environment.
0: Mm. And sensing it, not just by seeing or hearing, but through the whole yeah. of the skin. Mm.
1: Yeah, and we're such, um, we're such visual creatures, aren't we, um, mm. and cognitive creatures. So to receive inputs that are um, at a lower cognitive level, like smell, it, you know, a smell goes straight to your, the neural pathways from your nose to the brain are one, some of the shortest um, in the body. So you can really trigger intense memories from smell because of that reason. So there's, there's mm. these ways of engendering an embodied response that doesn't have that kind of visual primacy that using these, hopefully, we can use these approaches to tap into. Mm.
0: And also, visual always keeps us at a distance from whatever we are observing, but while these other senses are very immersive and you're speaking about these embodied knowledges that we take on as we are immersed through these other sensory inputs.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. You're definitely right there. Um, And maybe also that kind of, to go back to that idea around play and a childlike kind of wonderment too, as we get older we kind of become increasingly visual don't we unless um, we don't pick up mud for example we just look at it yeah Mm -hmm.
0: another thing i was reflecting on thinking about collaboration because it seemed to me like a big part of this project super organism Yep. And I was reading recently this book by Vera John Steiner called Creative Collaborations, and she writes mm-hmm. that it takes courage to practice a human connectedness because it is still rare in today's conflict-ridden world.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting point. Maybe though, the artistic practice—it's perhaps not not so. I feel like it's not so difficult mm. because there can always be a. Sh- it's quite. A, it's about having a shared conversations and a, and a shared output yeah i don't know I find it's, a, it's a definitely very different process to making individually and it's it's i guess there's you have to let go of more than you mm. would think you you would um mm. and i think um certainly barbara and i've known each other for gosh probably about eight or nine years now and um, we keep kind of having these conversations um and Susie um, seemed to kind of be such an amazingly natural fit to come in. We've worked with other artists as well. Cath who does work with wax and funguses. So it's kind of, I, I do like this kind of the, the loose borders of things too, working collaboratively. There's less um, ruffled, we kind of keep thinking about ruffled edges, um, this idea that nothing's, nothing's ever straight or, or defined in a collective like this. Yeah
0: more fluid which is more in line with how the nature actually operates it's not in this mathematical order of things that we like to think
1: things are yeah you're right like the individual that kind of solo artist that kind of Descartian kind of the brain in the turret kind of thing um yeah no this is definitely a far more organic modality um very enjoyable and also i think the other thing working in particularly with this project is that you know we come together for this really intense period of time and then we kind of fall out into our individual practices and day jobs and things like that and then we can come together again at the next opportunity or or event
0: Mm. yeah and also another thing with collaboration is that it um, creates communities of care and ethic of responsibility and I believe you mentioned to me that care is also or I maybe read it on your social media uh, that you're looking at activities of care in in this project.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for raising that. Yes. And again, that goes back to sort of tapping again into to what bees do and the thing about, you know, regeneration and recycling. And we, um, so from a kind of, as an activity, what we've done is we've started looking at uniforms for caregivers, so nurses, doctors, even firemen, things like that. And we've, as a result, we've bought some aprons and we're going to be decorating them with kind of... I guess, Um and then using using that as a mode to invite people in to come and join us in humming. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a interesting touch point, and I think I don't know. You know, it's divisive times that we live in. It, it feels right to to be talking, kind of putting care at the centre of what it is that we're doing as well.
0: Mm. Why do you say so? Why is uh, these days care? maybe more in the language and and in conversations than than it maybe used to be a couple of years ago. I
1: feel that there
0: is a lot of talk about care. Where oh, it's... do you? Yeah. From
1: an in- environmental perspective? Um,
0: or... Yeah, and the human, I, I feel it emerged a lot from uh, COVID and, you know, the yep. essential workers are carers. Uh, true, so you're right. there has been a lot of um, conversation on uh, care and, and the artists have obviously tapped into that, the art, uh, art yeah. of care. There is an expression, right? Art of care
1: as well. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. True, mm-hmm. true, true. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, COVID definitely has changed. Um, yeah and, and again that kind of collaborative actions of care that we see in you know hospitals and, and um, particularly that i mean, countries severely affected by covid definitely um and it is something that maybe kind of across previous times it's easy to forget when the when the system and maybe this goes back to kind of system sensing is when the system's working well um you don't necessarily think about these things mm-hmm. and then but then when there is a um when the system's off kilter concepts like care and, and cooperation and a, a collective flourishing and those type of things, um, they actually do become quite critical to revive.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, teachers are another uh, group of you know, carers, I felt, that were yeah. becoming so essential and, and recognised finally for their work and value in the society. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... We are slowly coming to the end of the show. This is Arts Monday on Inside Radio 89.7 FM. I'm in conversation with artist Penelope Kane and we are talking about the project Superorganism which is currently developing collectively at the Greenway as part of Inner West Art Camp. So Penelope, uh, maybe just let us know what can because this project is participatory. So uh, those who come to Greenway in the next few days, it goes until 9th of May, I believe. Mm-hmm. What kind of activities will they be able to get involved in if they wish?
1: Mm. Um, so we'll be there from Wednesday to Sunday each week. And um, every midday we do an open call humming. Anyone who's there can, is very welcome to come and join us. Um, we'll be... Um, negotiating forwards our bee waggle dance, Um, definitely having a sound bath on the weekend, interspecies sound bath on the weekend. And um, otherwise, just through the day, we do little events. So we do little beeswax candle making. And then on Friday afternoon at sunset, we light the candles along the length of the canal and just have a moment, a gratitude moment. And otherwise, come and make a wish that we can then pass forward to someone else and help us decorate some aprons. So there's always something going on, um, and I think really pull up a chair and have a chat with us because that's that's where the really we have the most fascinating conversations, and we're really enjoying just talking with people around the the themes that that we we're opening out through the of superorganisms.
0: Mm. And you can be found. Your container is close to Cafe Bones.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, so ideal. <laughs> the coffee's great and it's very close.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us this morning, Penelope. So you're away for a couple of days and then you're going back to Sydney, I assume, to continue with the project.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back um, back in town tomorrow and then, um, yeah, definitely Wednesday in the container. Yeah, and um, thanks for having me on to talk to you, Ira. It's so great to be able to talk through this project and... It's um, a great to be able to talk on Arts Radio and, and through Eastside. It's great to have art programs in Sydney. We need more of them. Yes,
0: absolutely. Thank you for saying that. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Thank you. You're on Eastside Radio 89.7 FM. I was just on a call to Penelope Kane. She is a Sydney-based artist and is currently collectively developing a project called Superorganism. And this project is taking place at the Greenway in uh, Lilyfield as part of the Inner West Council Edge Festival, I think, also called Art Camp. And this uh, is a 24-day on-site residency project. And the Inner West Council has commissioned a number of artists and collectives to develop their works in creative spaces, such as shipping containers, under bridges, and in community venues like the Canal Road Film Center. And it runs from 16th of April to 9th of May. And you can come along to Wander the Site, meet artists and see their works develop. And you can also book in for workshops, talks and pop-up performances. As Penelope was just sharing with us, you're on ESA Radio 89.7 FM. We are slowly coming to the end of today's show. Once again, thank you to both of my guests today. Uh, we first heard from poet Michael Ikin, who was here to read some of his eco-poetry and also share the insights with us of what eco-poetry stands for in the first place. And also he was mentioning quite a lovely poetry bookstore and a cafe and a venue that he runs in uh, Newtown, south end of Newtown. Maybe you would even know it as a St. Peter's area close to Sydney Park. It's called Garden Lunge. So please do have a look at uh, Garden Lounge Newtown, I believe, on social media channels to find out more about this place. Uh, If you're a poet, you're welcome to come and share your poetry. Just get in touch with Michael or just come to the cafe and uh, I'm sure he will accommodate for you. So thank you, Michael, for being with us this morning. And also thank you to Penelope Kane, who I just spoke to. She is currently in Naura but is coming back to Sydney tomorrow because she is a part of Edge on the Greenway program, which is in our best uh, camp that is going on until 9th of May. Thank you for listening to today's Arts Monday Symposis, where we talk about art and environmentalism. I will soon uh, leave you to the safe hands of Pino and Syncopatico, who is coming up next. You're on ESA Radio, 89.7 FM.